there was a homeless family outside of Walmart. It was a family of four with two small children. They were got um, they were asking for money just so they can get food. You know, fuck those homeless people. Mooshit. Welcome to Mooshit, where we spot bullshit. My name is Moose, and I'm joined by my considerate caretakers, Kubanal. How are you guys doing today? Um, pretty good. I woke up at nine thirty. I went to go get my phone fixed because it's dog shit, but I got it fixed. Um, my iPad also wasn't turning on, so I got that fixed. Ow, this means like no offense to you, but do you guys know why people, whenever someone says, "Oh, how did you start? Ah, uh, how was your day?" Everyone, most people start with, oh, I woke up. Like, isn't that just, like, a prerequisite to, like, starting well, your day? Like, Well, I said I woke up at 9.30, which means, like, like that's pretty early. That's why, that's why I said that. 9.30 is not that early. Well, it's early for me. Okay. Anyways, did you get your phone fixed? Yeah, I did. So I'm going to keep my iPhone XS. Uh, until probably, fuck? no, so probably like Black Friday. Fuck? Oh my god, no! Black it's Friday, they have good deals on Black Friday for upgrading your phone. And so, rather than get it now when the prices are like it's peak because it just came out, I'm gonna wait a couple months. So, you're a cheap fuck, you're either a cheap fuck or a poor fuck, otherwise, you would have just gotten it fixed now, <laughs> um, gotten it replaced now. I am a uh, financially um, intelligent fuck. Not really, because didn't you just spend money to get it fixed, even though you're going to get it replaced? Uh, n- no, actually. I got it fixed for zero dollars. How'd you get it fixed for zero dollars? I got it fixed for zero dollars because I went to this uh, phone repair place on Route 9 and we went in there, and my mom said that she wants to go with me because she says that she she like um, will get it get get it fixed for me for free. And I was like, I don't know how you're gonna do that. So we go in, and I tell him, yeah, my port is broken. I don't know why. I think there's something stuck in there. He takes my phone to the back, takes like about ten seconds, and just pulls out the thing that was broken in the port. <laughs> and I was like, I, I swear, I tried doing. I tried using like a paper clip. I tried using one of those spray like wind things to get it out and nothing worked and my phone just would not charge and he does it in the back takes it out in 10 seconds and then i asked him look okay how much will it cost and he says 20 dollars i'm like perfect that's that's cheap and then he asked my uh, he asked for my name and then my mom gave her, him her name and then he like types on a computer and he said oh okay it's okay it'll be on the house for now um and then we asked him oh that's very generous of you like th- thank you is your mom part asked, of the mafia <laughs> That's some well, mafia it turns shit, out bro. My mom like goes there all the time whenever she has something broken, and so she's put like three Google, three positive Google reviews, like five out of five stars, and because of that, it's like a, I don't know, like a, a close relationship. How often enough. is your mom shit breaking, bro? <laughs> is she just like careless know. with her things, and she's just constantly breaking them? I don't know. She says that she she gives a, a review every time she goes there, and I guess she's been there already three times to put a Google review. So here's the fourth time. So she says she's gonna put another Google review. I can recommend this spot to you. Even even if okay. even if I did if I, even if I was charged, it would have only cost me twenty dollars, whereas Apple would have cost me like hundred. I'm sure. Okay, Al. I just want to apologize because it seems like cheap, being cheap runs in your family. Oh my god. Wow. 
Oh my god. Are you serious, Moose? Is it cheap or smart to bring your mom, who has a good relationship with this guy, to get it for me? Like, why wouldn't I save $20? Well, I wouldn't... So if it was my child, I wouldn't just go because I could. I, I, it's just twenty dollars. Like if I know that's gonna just cost twenty dollars, why would I go? Because you can save twenty dollars. You could buy so much with twenty dollars. Name ten things you can buy that are useful for you with twenty dollars. Any food. That's ten things right there. Any kind of lunch or dinner can be bought with under under twenty dollars. What if you want a steak? Okay, maybe not a steak, but clothing, shoe or not shoes, clothing, shirts. What clothing? Stuff. We went shopping with uh, Mood. He couldn't get anything. Well, he was getting sweatshirts. How are you? I don't. I don't understand your point, Moose. Twenty. Why would I not save twenty dollars if I just have to bring my mom to this place, which is seven minutes away from my house? Okay. Yeah, Moose, I'm not. I'm not liking this point too much from you, bro. It's a weak one. I can't lie. <laughs> we'll move on. I'll stop bullying you, which brings us to today's topics. So bullying is a thing that I had to at least deal with. I'm not sure if you guys, but um, I also had to deal with like both sides. I felt like certain times I was a bully and certain times I've been bullied. What? So like, do you guys have that? Do you guys well, have that? Like, a you're a bully. I can't look at you the same way. Well, I guess I can talk about this right now. Um, so, like, back in, back in, like, 10th grade, uh, I was in band, obviously. And in band, they were very strict about attendance and stuff like that. And so, one person in our section just didn't show up to practices that often. And that was, like, really pissing me off at some point, uh, points. And then one day... <laughs> Uh, one day she just didn't show up, and then she was giving a bunch of excuses in the chat. Uh, and then I basically just called her the cancer of the band, and then almost got kicked out of school for it because I called someone cancer. You did not almost get kicked out of school for it. He was the the band projector literally came up to me um, the second time when I confessed because the first time he asked me about it and I completely lied straight to his face. But the second time when I confessed, he was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna write up an HIV report. I could, but I'm not." Uh, just apologize and stuff like that. But I could have gotten an HIV report, which would have got resulted in suspension. And then we saw the same person at college because now she attends the same college as we do. And Moose still doesn't want to talk to her. Well, yeah, wait, she came. Is this the same person that told Alex he was small in the gym? Yep. Yes. Oh yes. I'm trying to be nice to her, but I think that's just sort of like the way that we speak to each other. We just like insult each other. And then I saw her in the gym then a few months after, and then that's when she called me small for no out-of-pocket reason. Truth does hurt a little bit, Alex, I know. But is that your bullying story? Is that when you got bullied? No, that's not when I got bullied. But that's the time you were a bully? Uh, For the most part. I can talk about when I was bullied, but I was wondering no, if we'll talk, there were any chance. My story. So okay. my bullying story is that I, um, I believe this was like freshman or sophomore year of high school. 
and I was in, oh yeah, I think it was, and I was, it was a freshman year, and I was in my freshman year biology class, and I was with Jason Mood, who is supposed to be my friend, and we, <laughs> we were in this biology class when we were in lab, and then there was this guy named E.B. E.B. Um, and E.B. would just, like, fuck with me every single day, just about random shit, just like, and then even in gym, he would just start punching me. <laughs> he would just start punching me for no reason. I don't know if it's to get his anger out. I don't know if it's because his dad died or because... What Holy the shit. fuck? Oh Why'd you bring that God. up? <laughs> Sorry. No, that's, that's fucked up. We'll cut that out. Um, I don't know if it's because he was angry about something or depressed, but he just started punching me in the middle of the locker room for no reason. And this guy is, like, at least, like, he's over six foot. Like, he's, like, a pretty meaty guy. So he just started punching me. He was fat. (laughs) You can just say that. And Mood is right there. Because we have the same gym period. He's right there. And he just laughs along with him. He, like, pretends to be EB's friend just to laugh at me. And enjoy the show because he's not getting punched. So, yeah. That was my bullying story. And um, now, I don't know what he's up to. I reached out to him once on, like, a phone call. Said, like, why did you bully me all the, all those years ago? And I think he did apologize pretty sincerely. So that was nice. But then... Why do you still hold a grudge? Well, I mean, I don't necessarily hold a grudge. It's just funny to talk about. I don't know, Al. Whenever EB's name comes up, you start... Getting into pan- uh, panic fits of rage. It's like PTSD, bro. Like, no, actually, Moose, him. you were also in my class at EB, but I'm pretty sure you got bullied by him too. Uh, both we hated really. hanging out with this. Is, yeah, no, this this is another <laughs> type of bullying story, I guess. A lot of times, like when I, I I was friends sort of with EB's friend group, um, and so a lot of times when they would start making fun of you, I would sort of hop on because I'm like, oh. This is the cool thing to do. Finally, I don't have to be made fun of. I'm going to make fun of Al, and this is going to be getting my in ticket. Um, yeah, so that was another time I was a bully. Sorry, Al, for all those times. Whoops. That's a big whoops okay. on me. No, but I, I, I literally hated... Whenever there was partners or group projects, I never wanted him to be in my group. But he always just, like... There was, there was always either ne- never anyone else who wanted to work with him, and I would have to be, like, that person who had to work with him the most. Or he would just choose me before I had the chance to choose anyone else. But I wanted to tell him, like, yo, bro, go take a hike. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I didn't have the confidence to do that, I guess. But were you a bully ever, Al? Um, hmm. Sometimes a no. person can be unintentional bully. You know, put someone I'm down I'm for no nice reason. I'm a nice guy, man. I'm a, I'm a very nice guy. You've never put someone down for no reason just to get a laugh out of people or never you know, excluded people out of like certain things or oh, anything shit. like that. No, no, <laughs> not there's no chance, there's no time. I'm always very generous, and it, even when that may happen, it's always due to un, some unjustified, extremely unjustified, wild reason that has nothing to I mean, do with it being my fault. I'm sure that's what every bully thinks that 
they're not it's not their fault it's just happenstance but okay yeah okay Coop. i know Coop is a bully i'm not a bully bro i know you are i'm actually not though you've never been a bully i'm not gonna say i've never been a bully but i'm i don't intentionally try to be a bully so since okay, so since we're talking about being bullied, I'll start. I'll start there first. So right, I've been bullied, but like it's not in the same way as you guys were. Like if I just got bullied, I would just like try my best to like roast whoever's bullying me back. So like when people true. would would make like fat jokes to me, I would just like just flame them to try to get my like get even, because I wasn't just gonna let them like make fun of me like that. And then being a bully, bro, like, I do use, like, people as, like, the butt of jokes all the time. So if that's being a bully, I guess, like, I, I would bully you guys then every time. Is that considered being a bully, Moose? What do you think? Mm, that's a good point. Does being... No. Oh, I don't think it's bullying because the we talked about this before. It's just the dynamic of the friend group. Of most uh, male friend groups, I think it's a lot different than female friend groups, where everyone's just like hyping each other up and like wishing everyone the best and <laughs> supporting each other. You know, male friend groups uh, wish for the downfall of each other. It's just it's not true, but if you want to put it that way, <laughs> I guess you, mm. you could describe it like that. But I just don't I mean, agree with you. Okay, why not? Okay, right? So, obviously, I make fun of you guys, but Alex is saying hope for the downfall. That doesn't mean <laughs> okay, I hope maybe you that's... guys just don't succeed in life. <laughs> like, I don't like, like, after I make fun of, like, Moose, I would be like, yeah, you're never going to get a fucking job either, bro. Like, you're going to be a loser for the rest of your life. Like, I, I never fucking violate someone like that. I'll just be like, Moose is an idiot and just leave it at that. Or like when I call Mood. Alex cheap, I don't. That's like funny Alex because Mood always tells one. me I'm never getting a job after Air Products. By the way, Air Products still has not reached out to me. Well, that's just yeah. funny because you probably, because you haven't gotten a full time offer yet. I don't know why. I even you're reached out to her like a couple of days qualified. ago. You're not qualified. Well, at you're least the give only me one email that tells me that not I'm not qualified. qualified. Bro. At not least qualified. communicate with not me. Not qualified. You suck. You're the only you one graduating early, and you're the only one who doesn't have a job offer. Have fun I mean, sitting on your couch. Have fun sitting on your couch when you graduate God. early, loser. The, the career, we haven't even gotten to the career frame yet. I have plenty of time to find a job. Um, and fuck yeah, your products. Then, I wouldn't even want to go there then, anyway. People are going to look at your internship and go like, oh, yeah, did Air Products as your internship? Did it give you a job offer? And then you're going to have to answer... No, no, then no, no, I'm going to answer. I haven't heard back from them yet. I haven't heard back from them yet, but they said that they would get back to me sometime in September. That's exactly or what I'm going to say. Be like, yeah, they did. Like, what? You're not on trial, bro. You don't have to. They're not going to, like, put you under oath and ask you. You could just lie to them. Because then if you, if you tell them you have an offer, you could be like, yo, so what are you guys offering? Like, you guys going to give me more? Like, yeah, they gave me, like, this much. How much, I mean, how much we talking here? Like. Then they're going to ask, did you accept the offer? Yeah, you could just say, I'm considering it at the moment. See, this guy's a master liar, Moose. You suck. 
So yeah, sorry, I'm not better at lying straight to people's faces. Whoops. Whoa. That's my Most. bad, I guess. Most. Don't it, make it sound like that. I mean, it is a valuable skill. It's not. It's not lying straight to people's faces. It's just stretching the truth a bit. There's no truth in it, though. Where's the well, truth? And yeah, in, yeah, they gave me an Alex. offer. For <laughs> Alex, it wouldn't be true. But like for me, right? So I could just be like, like I accepted my offer. But like if they asked me how much I'm making, like obviously they wouldn't do that. But like I would like smudge the numbers a little bit, like bump it up so I can get a nice little offer from them. Like yeah. uh, maybe Or when you're negotiating, you can say, well, this, this company offered me this amount. Um, yeah, right. It'd be like negotiation. I'd be like, I'd be like, yeah, mm-hmm. they they gave me this amount, like so. I'm looking for, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm like kind of the shit right now. So if you want in, like, I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need you to show me the bag, and then they show me the bag, and then I'll consider working. You can't always be truthful. Moose would tell them the truth, and then they would just give him exactly the same, and then he would have to take it. Because Moose sucks. Well, I'm not. I'm not looking for job offers anymore because I accepted my offer. So I can't. Nice. I can't well, even look nice. for another not one. True. Are you, Are you going to the career fair? Yeah. Okay. So why is that? You can still for look a for headshot? another job, bro. For what? You can still for look for another job. No, Moose. because I you can't renege on the offer. Uh, Rutgers prohibits it. Ruggers. Moose. Moose. What if the offer was like 60k that you got? But it wasn't. Well, well I don't think he would have considered it then. Engage in the hypothetical moves. If it was 60k, would you accept it? Then maybe he no. would have looked for more jobs then, bro. <laughs> this if it was 60k, option. I wouldn't have accepted it. Well, I think was, the whole point is that you can, accept it, you can accept it as a, a backup. Um, and then if you get a job that's higher, then you go with that. No, but like I know what the median average is in my industry, and so if it was sixty k, I wouldn't have offered it. But if it was like median average, if it, if it was the median of my industry, then yeah, I would have accepted it. And then you wouldn't look for other jobs that could be higher than the median. No. Well, I think you're just missing out on opportunities. But you can't renege on an offer. That's what they say. Yes, moves. That's what they say. But sometimes circumstances. Okay, let me let me make be... this. Let me let me let me put it like this. Reneging on a job offer is sort of like cheating on your girlfriend, right? Okay. Cap, so like, <laughs> bro. oh my god, you're shut so... up, bro. You're so if you're, in a, if you're up, in a relationship, bro. if you're in a relationship. I'm pretty sure once you're in the relationship, you're supposed to get off Tinder and stuff like that. Oh you're not supposed God. to continue no. looking for stuff no. on Tinder you're in so case there's a better-looking woman out there. You're so dumb. Why are you oh such a cocksucker company? You like, bro. bro, it's not even the same whatsoever. You're just a bro. number to these companies. You're literally just a number. They couldn't care less. Oh, but the, in Moose's example, he's not even a number yet, bro. He has a job offer, and he signed the offer letter. It's not like he works there yet. He's just he has the commitment to work there, or like he has he has an offer, and he accepted the offer. So if X Y Z company comes and offers him ten k more, it's not cheating on the other company that didn't even you haven't even worked for yet, 
It just means you're just taking a better offer, you nincompoop. But I can't take another offer because I already accepted the offer. He's oh Mr. Ethical. Oh my god, it does he's not Mr. matter he most. Do anything that's outside the realm of perfect ethicness. I mean, Moose can claim to be an ethical person all he wants, but he's just not. <laughs> I never say that I am. You guys say that. Well, no, I'm just telling Alex. Like, I, I Alex, is, Alex is calling you like uh, Mr. Ethical or whatever, but Moose is just like a, a hypocritical piece of shit. <laughs> like, that just describes Moose perfectly. Because yeah. you do these things so you can appear to be above everybody else. That's I right. don't do these things to appear to be above anyone else. When I do yes, these things, too. I do these things. <laughs> Not whether that makes me appear above everyone else or not, that's up to your guys' perception. That's not you're to me. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. Like when you give money to the homeless, you're just a liar. Yeah. You only do that in front of us. You don't do that by yourself. Sure. If you think so. Then why don't I have money in my wallet ever? And you're just <laughs> a liar. I mean, like, even if... You just, you just gave them money and then you go back in the thing and get them a pizza too. Like, it's just for the show. Or what you do is you give them money when you're with us. And then when you drop us off, you go back there and you demand your money and back I, and you take and it I out of the bowl. beat the shit out of them. I beat the shit yeah, out and, of them and, and I'm the, blind. And you take the pizza back too. You don't even let them keep the pizza. You take the pizza back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, fuck those homeless people. That was definitely for the show, Moose. Buying the pizza no, it was not for the show. It had to be for the show because there's no reason to do that. Wait, wait, what happened? He actually bought a pizza. Was I there? No, it was Jason and Akinola. That was for the show, bro. There was a homeless family outside of Walmart. It was a family of four with two small children. They were got. Um, they were asking for money just so they can get food. And then I saw them when I went to enter Walmart. I saw them trying to get pizza uh, from Domino's, I think. Um, but like, I just ordered for them and paid for them. Uh, and then I went about my business. Now, didn't you give them like fifty dollars? It was whatever was in my wallet. I don't know if it was fifty dollars or not. Was That's it not? So it was. Uh, it was around forty dollars, right? If I it might have been. Correctly. I don't. I don't know. How do you just give whatever is it, like? How do you get cash, most? What do you mean? How do I get cash? Like you go to the ATM and you get cash, right? Sometimes, sometimes it's just gifts that I get. Wait, all right. Let's say the ATM example. When you go to the ATM and you get cash, you're getting that cash for a specific purpose, right? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes I take out for uh getting laundry, and then whatever's left is whatever's left. Like, I know I'm taking out more than I should for the laundry, but it's whatever. Well, so then you're taking it out specifically for homeless people, because if there's no other purpose for it. I mean, I mean, I go to the ATM to do stuff specifically for it. Like, when I was in New York, I took money out specifically so I can get lunch. And then whatever is left, what was ever left. Like, there was this nice homeless guy at the... I'm not, actually, I'm not even sure if he was homeless. I know he was uh, begging, um, asking for money, but he was willing to work for it because he was a doorman for Duncan. An official doorman, but a doorman. He was a nice guy. I hate, I hate people like that, bro. 
opening a damn door and they're expecting to get paid for it, bro. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this shit, bro. Like, bro, I didn't even ask you. I didn't ask you to open the door. I could. I'm perfectly able to do that myself. So then, don't don't look at me like I'm gonna give you anything for opening a damn door. I mean, he never asks anyone for money. He just usually keeps his cup out. He doesn't even shake it or anything. He just opens the door whenever anyone needs to exit or enter. In our hometown, when a lot of the times when you're stopped at a red light, there's these people in like those ugly uniforms. <laughs> That when you're at a red light, they will shake the cup in front of your window, staring at you, waiting to make a donation. And I can't not give them a donation. I can't pretend I don't see them. So I have to give them a donation. What yeah, uniforms? You know what I do? You know what I do? I I take the change that's in my car and dump it in their bucket, bro. Since they want to beg, they could get what I, they could get my damn scraps, bro. Wait, are you talking about the football team? You know, like, oh, it's when they co- collect it for, like, the, the fire department or some shit uh-huh. like that. Is that what uh, you're talking about, Alex? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, bro, no, the thing is, sometimes they're just, like, in the way, like, bro, you're, you're standing in traffic, bro. Like, what the hell are you doing? So, like, what I'll do is I'll grab, like, the pennies and, like, the nickels that I have in my car, and I'll grab them, and, like, when they come over, I'll purposely, like, chuck them in the thing. So, like... Like, I'll, like, pull my hand over the bucket and then, like, fling them into the thing. So then their, like, hand gets, like, pushed back as they're getting it because I, like, chuck this shit so hard. You know what yeah, else Moose does? When we're out, like, um, out to a restaurant, out to a store or something, and then we buy something, and then they say, do you want to round up to donate to this charity? Moose always does that. But it it's like, Moose. I know you don't give a fuck about this charity, and you're only doing this, and he will even do it in front, like when it's my money, or when it's a tip, and he wants it to be twenty five percent, and I'm trying to do it, and he will change it so that it's twenty five percent or so that it donate. So you're you're only doing this to show to appear to be that you're Mister Ethical. None of this is for show. None of it's for show. Now, are you sure you don't want to go back on your statement about being a bully? Like, is there no point where you just try and, like, put someone down? Hmm. You're just a bullshitter, bro. I'm not bullshitting. There's no bullshit yes, are, in bro. sight. Okay, Moose. Moose, run me through the, the Domino's thing again. The, that, that family thing again. How okay. exactly did that go? <laughs> so, I got to Domino's. I got to Walmart. Um, because Jason Agnola wanted to get something, I think. Or I was trying to get something. I forgot. Um, but I saw a homeless family in, like, the parking lot. Um, so I first went over there. I donated money. And then I realized that they were looking for food. And so I went into Domino. Uh, I went into Walmart. Walmart has Domino's in it. So I placed the order for a pizza at Domino's. And then I went about my business, got my stuff. And then I picked up the pizza. I gave it to them because they were entering Walmart. I gave the pizza to them. And I went about my business. I went back home. You see this? You see this, Alex? No, you see this? So you think you think if Moose was by himself with uh, Jason and Akinola, he would have, uh, without Jason and Akinola, he would have gone, he sees this family, he goes out to them and donates them. I don't doubt that. I think Moose would do that. But then he goes into the, I bet Jason and Akinola, as they're walking in, and they like see how much they gave him, you know they're probably giving him shit, just like we all would, right? We would all no, Jason Akinola didn't see. 
Uh, Jason yeah, Akinola were by the car. When my I, ass. No, my ass. no, I'm not. I'm, I'm telling you, Jason okay, Akinola. Okay, I'll ask them. The I'll ask them. Okay, whatever. Okay, no, but I, then they found out Moose afterwards. goes in there. Moose goes in there, and then he orders a damn pizza too. It's like, yeah, I just gotta give this to this homeless people that already gave forty dollars to. That's just bullshit, Moose. You're a liar. No, I, I think it's one of those things where it's like. If you have like a YouTuber that donates to a homeless person and records it and posts it online, like yeah, you probably didn't have to record it and post it online, but at the end of the day, it is still good being done. So I guess that's like, like at the end of the day, the homeless person is still getting money and it's still benefiting them, but most is just doing it for selfish purposes. That's right. Also, no, because first of all, Jason and I can were by the car, and I said you guys can go and I'll be there in a bit. And then I went to the homeless people because they were on the other side of the parking lot and I gave money and then I walked back. And then afterwards, Jason Akinola asked what happened and then I told them. And then I went to go order pizza and they thought I was getting it for lunch. And then we went about our business. And then uh, I was planning on just giving it in the parking lot when Jason Akinola were in the car. But the homeless people were entering Walmart. So I gave it to them there. You're a liar, Moose. I'm going to ask Jason about this and then I'm going to see what he says. Okay. I don't believe you're can you tell us about when you were bullied? Oh, yeah, I guess I can talk about when I was bullied. Um, so in middle school is when I actually started taking a band. Uh, and as part of band, I was, playing, I was playing the alto sax, um, which did not help anything. Um, so but basically, I had to take the bus a lot of times for uh, to get to school in middle school. Um, that's because most of the time my parents needed the car in the morning. And also, oh yeah, I live about 15 minutes away. So it's not like I can, uh, by driving. So I can, it's not like I can walk or anything like that. Uh, but anyways, anytime like I got onto the bus, I wasn't allowed to sit at like a seat. Like most of the time, I wasn't allowed to sit in a seat when I got into the bus. So most of the time, I just had to go to the back of the bus and sit on the ground because for some reason people thought that I smelled. And I got like a really big complex out of that. Like every single morning before I left to go to the uh, bus, I would usually take a shower and start scrubbing for like 30 minutes until like part of my skin started to peel. And then I like drenched myself in perfume just so like I wouldn't get like a something that I was like, Smell. And I also didn't eat breakfast because I didn't want anything to come off my breath or anything like that. And despite that, I still wasn't allowed to sit on the bus. Um, and then when I got the saxophone, obviously, yeah, we came... What do you mean by not allowed to sit? Um, so the way it worked is that usually the three-seaters can fit three people. But a lot of times people just fit two people in that seat. And then on the two-seaters, the people put one seat uh, person in there just so that everyone can stay comfortable. Um, but sometimes, but the way our bus worked, because I was on the second stop, the bus was already full by the time I got there, and so, uh, there had to be sometimes three people to a three seater or two people to a two seater. Uh, but I wasn't, I just wasn't allowed to sit there. Like people go, I ask, oh, is this seat taken or anything? I time and be like, yeah, you can't sit here or anything like that. Sometimes people just blatantly say, no, you can't sit here. Like not even with, without even me asking or anything like that. Um. And so it was just so and then this one time I tried to force myself onto a seat and then I was like literally kicked out of the seat, which then led me back to my usual spot, which was on the floor in the back of the bus. 
This is really sad. <laughs> I know, yeah, he told me about this story yesterday. I didn't know that. That's really sad, Moose. Yeah. But yeah, the question oh, there was also a kid like that on my bus, right? Not a not a smelly kid, but they're just this fucking idiot in band, right? This kid had a big ass fucking like I don't know, like a damn tuba or some shit in his bag, bro. Like or in a case, right? Bro, when I tell you it takes up the whole floor of the damn three seater, bro, it did. So what he would do is he was the last stop. So he would walk in and the whole bus would be crowded, right? Not a single empty seat. And then like him and his damn tuba are walking around the bus. So what he would do is he'd find an open three seater. He wouldn't say a word. Even if the person that was on the outside didn't move, he'd like get over them. And then he would slide his tuba under everybody's feet, or he would just leave it in the aisle. And he, Everybody hated him, bro. I don't think there was a single person that liked him. But he would just do it every day, bro. And then, yeah, like, bro, that... people would, like, grab his tuba and, like, chuck it and shit. And he would just, nobody would, he would not say a word. He would just take it. Yeah, that so was I the reason I didn't bring my instrument home that often. Um, Just because I knew, like, anytime, like, I had to bring my instrument home, I would usually beg my mom to, like, drop me off to school, like, do, like, drop whatever she was doing and just drop me off at school because I didn't want to take the bus. It's also the reason why I stopped taking the bus entirely in, like, high school, most, for the most part. Like, I would only go Uh, on the bus if it was absolutely necessary. That was really sad, Boos. Like, I didn't know you actually got bullied. Yeah, I think the question I asked him was, what's the most blatantly racist thing that's ever happened to you? I kind of want to pose that question to you, Coop. To me? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, I don't know if this is racism, but I just assume that it is. So, in my neighborhood, right? So, like, I live in townhouses, and they're all, like, mostly, it's mostly white people. So, like, when we were younger, me and all my friends, we'd ride bikes around our neighborhood. And then we'd play, like, football. We'd play Foursquare and all that shit, too. And we would ride bikes on the street, right? And then when cars would come, like, normal people, we would move onto the side. And then there was always this one lady that would complain and call the cops and all that. Bro, one time we played Foursquare in my damn parking spot, and they complained about it. Mm-hmm. So after a while, like they started complaining to HOA and the HOA would just start sending letters to our house. Right. But the thing is, we were the only house that were getting letters and it was just me and my brother were the only like brown kids there. Like the, the rest of our friends were all white. And then one time this kid that we knew, like just destroyed, like there's an empty house on the end of my neighborhood that was empty for like a while. This kid, like, literally destroyed the back deck, like, kicked all the fencing and stuff and destroyed it. Like, it was literally, like, vandalism. And they sent a letter to my house. You gotta complain. Bro, my dad blatantly called her out for being racist. Like, on multiple occasions. And what happened? I just don't know. I mean, she would stop bothering us for a little bit, but then, like, she would just get back on her shit. I mean, she's just a racist piece of shit. Yeah, that's right. She... Oh, a uh, question. Exposing your name. <laughs> mm-hmm. For white people, is being called racist like 
kryptonite because if i ever even imply that like a white guy is racist they would immediately stop doing whatever they're doing and question their entire existence for like a good minute before they continue back to whatever they're doing um well i don't think anyone wants to be i mean racist is not a positive term it's clearly negative i'm not sure what you mean no one wants to be called racist yeah, but if I, like, know I'm right, I'm not going to let some person calling me racist going to stop me from doing what I know that I'm right about. But, like, every time, like, it comes up with white people, they always stop arguing just to address the racist comment and then continue back arguing. Well, I think it's because if you call a white person racist, even though what their intentions are are not racist, you'll still categorize them as racist and then like lose sight of anything that they're saying and throw it away because you think that they're racist so i think by fighting back against it um it legitimizes what they're saying i don't know okay you're I'm not defending racist people i'm just oh. i mean alex if you're defending racist people you'd be defending yourself because you're racist really? I mean, alex doesn't like colored people in his house Oh he doesn't. God. He actually, in <laughs> fact, doesn't. All of Alex's, our whole friend group, all five of us, Alex is the only white guy. And then when we ask to go to Alex's house, he always says no because we're colored. If I don't like colored people, why would I hang out with you guys? Well, you just use us. Because okay. you're trying to act, cause you're trying to look like Mr. Ethical, you know, hanging out with the minorities and everything like that. Damn, he really? got you. Really? Who am I trying to impress when I just hang out with you guys one-on-one? Who the fuck am I trying to impress when I give money out? Uh, the Everybody. people who you're with? So then the people that you're with. We'll, we'll, we'll go like, oh, wow. Al's a, is a real not racist type of guy since he's hanging out with us. But that's not true. Yeah, who am I trying to impress? You guys? Yeah. You think I'm trying to... What, what, what's the benefit in that? What's the benefit in me impressing you guys? Because we think you're an idiot. Oh. But we think Al's an idiot. Alex is a racist. That Ooh. I know for sure. I There's mean, not a doubt in my mind that Alex Gaspar listen, is this racist. is This recording is going out in public, so let's not, like, you know... No, no, no. I, I would like Gaspar to get a job. I don't have a job. I don't have a job yet, please. I'm trying if to get a Alex, job. If you become friends with Alex and you're a colored person, you're <laughs> never going inside his house. Because he doesn't want to dirty up his house with That's not true. Color. You guys have been over my house many times. In fact... But you, you only let us do it when your parents weren't home. No, that is not Because your parents... Because the Gaspar family cannot stand to be in the same room as colored no. people. That's just because they wanted us to have our own space. And that was one time. You guys have been over my house many times when my parents have been, been in the house. And yeah, they don't bother us because they don't want to bother us. Al, I've known you for over a decade. I can count the number of times I've been to your house on one hand. And I can count the number of times I've been to your house on one hand, Moose. Does such that mean that your family does that mean that your family doesn't like white people? That is such a lie. I've invited Moose, you guys to my I go house to your house so many maybe times. like once or twice a year. Once a year, if that. Moose, isn't your family racist? Haven't you admitted that? Yeah, my, my mom's pretty, like, racist. Really? At least I admit it. I admitted it. Stop this conversation, man. Why are okay. we talking about this? Okay, one, one last point about bullying. 
Do you guys think cyberbullying is less uh, bad compared to actual physical bullying? Yes. Because that's been yeah. always an argument. Oh. Turn the damn screen off. Put down yeah, but that's your not, phone. But Put no, but like, phys- phone. but like physical bullying, it hurts your body. But like cyberbullying, it can, it can affect your soul. Like the most painful thing about, well, like I've been bullied twice, uh, like physically. One time I got beaten up on like a bus. And I was like, in Damn. first grade. <laughs> you didn't talk about oh, that. You got jumped? <laughs> no, it was like one kid, and it in was first something grade? that was yeah, that was something like resolve was that was resolved like pretty fast because my mom caught it. Um, but what did she no. do? Did she did she drag this beef? No. So I came home after one day, and my mom was like, "Why is there why are there actual footprints on your head?" And I just told my mom, and then she contacted the principal, and like the principal took care of it. Um, why why did you get beat up? I honestly don't know. I, I don't know why I was beaten up. But anyways, that doesn't like stick out to me. This is the reason the reason I didn't talk about it because it doesn't stick out to me that much. What stuck out to me was when I was literally forced to question everything when I was being bullied about something that I couldn't I literally couldn't control. It was me being brown. So like cyberbullying doesn't affect you physically, it affects you mentally. It makes you it makes you your own bully. So like I oh think cyberbullying is more No. Cyberbullying is literally okay, right? So imagine this: imagine you post a picture on Instagram or whatever, and a bunch of people comment like the saying like fucked up shit to you, bro. Just delete the Instagram post, bro. But imagine you go to school and like people are saying those words to you now. Yeah, what is it? Okay, you can always just delete that. You don't ever have to look at it again. You could just, but you know that, but you know that it exists in with cyberbullying, with physical bullying. You used to know that you can be safe, really, at your own home. You didn't have to worry about getting bullied in your own home. But now with cyberbullying, that the actual art of bullying now it transcends any type of barrier. You can bully someone who's just literally laying in bed, bro. Cyberbullying. If you get cyber bullied, bro, you're a pussy. Okay, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it that far, but I think cyberbullying is is less bad than in person bullying, and I, because you know what happens a lot of the time, like for example, celebrities get really upset on like Twitter and start going on random Twitter man pages over these people that are like living on their mom in their mom's basement. And focusing on these celebrities 24-7 and make the smallest critique. And you can have a flood of compliments, but you'll only focus on the critiques. And then these celebrities go on Twitter rampages and lose their mental sanity over these random people. But if they just shut off Twitter or allow someone else to manage their social media, they wouldn't have to deal with all the negative comments. Or they could just focus on the positive comments. And I think that could be related a lot to like normal life, where if you don't like what's being said about you online just don't look at it i know it's it's over simplistic but i think it's good advice generally but but i mean with the way the world works nowadays you have to sort of have some sort of presence online not really though like i deleted i mean i don't 
so I don't think cyberbullying really like what what is an example of cyberbullying that might happen? Like, is it just like if you get on COD and people start like roasting your skills uh -huh. and like call your mom a bitch? Like, is that is that cyberbullying or like what what is an example of cyberbullying or is it like when you post something on Instagram and like someone says like you look like a, an idiot? Yeah, look like an idiot, but like in much more harsher terms. It's usually a little bit more direct. Like with with regular bullying, really, you d people don't have such a great, fantastic memory that they're able to basically pick out every single thing and are able to dissect it and then come up with the greatest insult to ever affect you. But with cyberbullying, if you just look at someone's social media profile, what they like, what they don't like, you can probably con construct the greatest weapon to ever be made through cyberbullying because you know everything about them so you can know what exactly hurts yeah, them it, but are you are you literally saying i post something on instagram and someone's commenting on it that can be part of it yeah um well, what's I another know... example of how cyberbullying happens it, i mean I, I i assume you're talking about cyberbullying in terms of someone that you know rather than some random online because if it's some random online you absolutely shouldn't give two fucks about what they have to say I mean, I sort of care what someone online has to say about me. Like, I don't like oh the God. feeling that there's someone out there who hates me. Really. I Rose. You cannot appease everybody, especially if it's some random guy on Reddit. Moose, are you getting bullied on Reddit? Uh... Getting on Reddit? Oh no, God. no. Reddit's Moose. the one place I'm not Get getting off bullied Reddit. on. Reddit's the one place I'm not getting bullied on. Why are you getting bullied on Reddit, Moose? <laughs> I'm not getting bullied on Reddit. Moose, where are you getting bullied? Not Moose, what anywhere. It's kind of this friend group. Besides this friend group, nowhere else, really. Okay. Moose, what kind of person Great. is bullied on Reddit, bro? Fuck you, bro. talking shit about Reddit. Okay. Well. I mean, do you agree with me that if it's a random stranger bullying you, you should just, like, block them or ignore them? Sure. Not like, care what they have to on say. A, like on a fundamental level, thinking rationally, yeah. But people don't think rationally. They are irrational creatures. So e if someone is like talking shit about them online, even if they don't know them, it still affects them. Shut up. It's like so much easier to say, "Oh, you shouldn't give a shit about them," than it is to like actually do. Bro, your original question was, is it worse than normal bullying, bro? There's no world where cyberbullying, in my eyes, is worse than regular bullying, bro. If I go to school every day and there's people picking on me, like, saying shit to me, and even, like, like hurting me, like, just hitting me, that is not going to be... That is a hundred times worse. Bro, if somebody keeps calling me a bitch online, I'm just going to be like... Me, per I'll just be like, yo, fuck you, you're a bitch, and then I'll just uh, hop off the fucking, if it's on Instagram, I'll just get off. Yeah, Instagram. I don't know. I think some people have different reactions, different, like, thick skin to that, so. I think it's, I think it's, like, I'm not being a misogynist, but I think it's women, bro. God. All right, I can't. No, like, no, I'm just saying, like, like, let's say, like, like, a girl posts a picture on Instagram, and, like, a bunch of girls start, like, commenting nasty shit. I think it's more, because, like, Bro, girls are aren't usually getting like physically bullied, so I think it's like they're like that bullying. I think is a lot more like mental, like 
but like with a dude, you could just get your ass beat like Moose did in first grade. I, I really didn't want to talk about it, but like pre-Andrew Tate, I probably would have agreed with you. But now like post-Andrew Tate, I know that men are a little bit more, uh, you know, sensitive to stuff like that. And they, they can get affected by stuff like this. So you can't just necessarily say, oh, well, you know, men aren't affected by it because Andrew Tate has shown that men are affected by stuff like this. What are you talking about? What do you mean, Andrew well, Tate showed that? Well, Andrew Tate's entire thing is that he, the main consensus on it is that his influence is mostly targeted at men who are vulnerable, men who feel as though they are uh, less than or not being treated well. Because most, most of when we think of uplifting people, it's usually uplifting women. And so a lot of the times the men get left behind. You know, Am I making sense right now? I feel like I'm rambling. I don't get what you're trying to say. Well, I, I think what he's trying to say, like, for example, women inspirational videos. I saw this on TikTok. Women inspirational videos are like, go queen. Like, you could do it. Like, you could put anything you put your mind to. And then guy inspirational videos is like, you suck. You need to go to the gym. You're weak. <laughs> like, like, it's just a lot different in the way that we motivate. Yeah, but that's where, that just like, I feel like that just confirms my point that like, like to get into a dude, you really have to like, get into them like you have to insult them or like you have to point out their deficiency whereas with like women they just like glorify their deficiencies and make it like 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 they tell you that you don't have any deficiencies which is like whether it's true or not that's what they're gonna say but like with dudes they're just gonna be like yeah like you're fucking fat you're fucking (laughs) broke like you're all this shit like you gotta change that shit yeah yeah i agree most don't you agree with that point no i guess that's sort of true um, I don't really have any other points beyond this end. So, thank you so much for listening and watching. Um, please go ahead and give us a subscribe, leave a like, comment down below if you're on YouTube. If you're not on YouTube, please go ahead and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and a number of other podcasting platforms because we are literally everywhere. Um, see you guys later. See you next week. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye.